previously on the mortal path. Did did she say she was going to pay us? Did she just say we could steal stuff from a cave? Well, she said both from what I could make out. She said, oh, of okay. course I'll pay you. And then she said we get to lift whatever we want out of the smugglers' caves. I mean, I'm planning to go and see Ralphus and then, I don't know, I'll drop you a call on the psychic WhatsApp uh, or, or just meet you back at the cat. Yeah, see you later. We'll be fine. So is that what happened when you were here before? You just flung yourself across the room and looked like a bit of a tit? Occasionally, yeah. It does seem to be your natural state of being. Don't worry, it was endearing. It was endearing. That was half the point was that it was endearing. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, actually, yes. Before I came here, I was on the road for a bit. And when you're on the road, you've got to make some money, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this friend of mine came up with this idea for a, a little caper, let's call it that. And it turns out that her, you seen that picture? You seen that picture? Oh, yeah, yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, she also has a lot of money. Yeah, so the plan was we'd work our way into the good graces of uh, of the Divine Hallows and uh, then we'd have free reign of the halls and we could just, you know, get all the riches. Get all the riches? So, Tara, were you and her, did you... Um... Yeah, well, the plan originally was that I just sort of climbed the ranks very quickly by, you know... <laughs> doing some blackmail, you know, all that stuff. Um, but she took a liking to me very early so on. So instead of climbing the ranks, you climbed the leader? Yeah, yeah. Hey. Yeah, I, I suppose I did climb the ranks and, well, and, yes, and her and her husband as well. So that's really when things started to go downhill, so. Oh, Ooh, that's messy. I run towards the wall. Okay. As I do, uh-huh. I cast upon myself, <laughs> jump. You start running towards this wall, and as you are running, you feel that magic kind of ripple out, and as you boing, and you vertical leap, practically 15 foot into the air. 15 foot vertical leap. You you do hear from behind you, one of the main guards go, oh, fuck that. And if it's okay, if it's one to two, we're going to Tarot first. If it's three to four, we're going to Nat. And if it's five to six, we're going to Nerium. It's a four. It's a four. That is Nat. Brilliant. Okay. Did you forget what you said? Yes. As soon as they said it. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. No, no, it, it is. You just you just froze for a second, and I was like, oh. Oh no, I was thinking. No, I was I was recomputing it. No, you're right. I was. Um. <laughs> so Nat, you have cleared a 15 foot section of the wall now the wall is quite thick so i i think what kind of happens is you kind of get that little like anime hop your feet kind of like hit the top of the wall but you keep on like (laughs) going over type thing and like super mario yeah very i've never played that game but i do know it um like a platformer game yeah not my fave oh my god anime person just bouncing out of window yeah, ex- thank you. Let's keep the references real, okay? Mm. You do a little Naruto hop across across those branches, right? Arms behind you, wind hair blowing in the wind. It's great. You hop down into this 
big open field. It is quite barren. We've already decided it's November. So there's not a lot of <laughs> crops. It's just kind of field that has been left to graze, but it's 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 just right there. And you're in pretty plain view. What do you do? Okay. Can anyone see me now? I, for the moment, no. There's a lot of wall behind you, but you did notice while leaping over that wall <laughs> that uh, there are definitely ways in which people can get up onto the wall and like patrol the top perimeter bits. You have already seen that. There were some stairs probably about 20 foot or so to your left when you did that little hop. Okay. <laughs> so I was looking. So I'm out of first level spells. Okay. I'm out of third level spells. Excellent. Which just leaves my one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, 13 cantrips. Now, of those 13 <laughs> cantrips, God, I love this game. One How of them. How did I give you so many cantrips? That's a very good question, my dude. Because three <laughs> okay. of them you did give me. Oh, boy. Great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you use? Uh, I use mold earth. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this is a instantaneous thing. So, um, six seconds. Okay. Choose dirt or stone that sits within a five-foot cube. So basically, I want to sort of make a little a little hole and then get in it and then cover it okay. over, but with, like, room to breathe. Like, You're burying okay. yourself alive. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll go slightly <laughs> away from the wall and I want to try and... Is, is there, like, grass? Yeah. I want to try and take a bit off, keeping the grass intact. Okay, and yeah. And get in and then put the grass back so that isn't like a patch of grass that's not... Yep, I know what you yeah. mean. You don't want a patch of freshly tilled earth yep. just in a kind of vaguely human shape on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I, I so you're literally you. burying yourself in the dirt, not like making a little stone hole in the wall. Ah, oh, fuck no, me. No, no, Gary's decided. <laughs> We're in the dirt here. Yeah, no. Too late now, buddy. This is Nat. This is Nat's thinking of, like, I have magic. I can definitely do this with Earth. Whoop. You know what? Stone's probably hard. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, um, what does this look like? You you hit the ground, and, like, what does this magic look like that allows you to pull apart the Earth in such a way? So, as I'm flipping over the wall, mm -hmm. um, I look around, my eyes scan, and I see, ah, there's a little bit of bumpy ground, a little hillock. Um, nothing mm -hmm. particularly big. It is a fairly flat area. Yep. Something where maybe sheep would lie down to avoid the wind, or okay. whatever version of sheep exists in this world. No, there are sheep. Let's just let's keep it simple. <sighs> not not sheep cats. Donkey sheep. No, no, Donkey no, sheep. no. Sheep. Lizard not sheep. Avatar. Lobster Frogs. sheep. Not Avatar. Lobster nope. sheep. Nope. Absolutely. God. Jesus in hell. No. Absolutely Lobster sheep. Not. No, that's brilliant. They can shear themselves. Clip, clip, clip. No. Hate it. Hate it. <laughs> I run over no. there and then. Uh, I think I it, it it looks like it looks like earth bending. Let's be real. Okay. Um, yeah. Just, very cool. Like lift a bit up, scurry inside. I'll probably need to do it in a couple of little increments. Like lift a top, lift a, a bit up, legs in, lift another big bit up, and then put it over myself. Make me a hmm. You can either do a stealth check. Or, or, or a kind of um, survival check or a dexterity check. I'll let you one of those three. <laughs> uh, I'll go for stealth. Stealth, okay. 16. That DC was not very high because you did it so quickly that not a lot of people, in fact, nobody was actually watching you do that. As you lie there, heart pounding, you hear after like maybe 10, 15 more seconds, 
shouting from above you and it's muffled because you're mm-hmm. in the earth but you can kind of hear guards kind of going you know like where is she like what happened and and you can hear like clanging of boots and like weapons on stone um you also hear um somebody yelling out a couple of directions for like readying crossbows and um short bows and things like that and then you also hear from the left hand side a bit further along a couple of longbow archers being told to stand and like get ready to fire should they see any movement type thing nice longbow Um, archers stand be ready to fire if you see any movement exactly thank you thanks kitty that was wonderful okay i'm ready to fire now because i (laughs) I have my longbow, which I have because I'm a longbow archer. That's Derek. He's new. He's still getting the hang of it, but he's pleased to be here. I'm Derek. I'm new. I'm still getting the hang of it, but I've got this longbow and I'm the archer. Keep your eyes on the ground. What was that? Sorry, I couldn't hear you over my own voice. (laughs) My arms have got long bones. Long bones? What is your name? friend who works here on the wall with me me derek the new man the new i mean i maybe i'm not a man i haven't really thought it i'm new here who are you they call me bony g bony g do they call you that because you have bones yes they do that's incredible i wish i had such a great nickname that was related to my own bodily experience i'm bony g's uh, brother m hi (laughs) m why do they call you M? I because I'm secretly in charge of the British intelligence service. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a very nice pub in the low lanes. Right. So, now <laughs> you are you're under the earth. How long are you staying there? Um, you can make a new home there. Just don't you don't <laughs> Just have to come back out. out. You know? Oh god. Sometimes it's nicer in the dirt. I am staying there for a while. Okay. Um. <laughs> After maybe like four or five minutes, you do hear a kind of like sound that feels like thunder or something. And it takes you a half a minute to realize that that's who's. And you do oh. hear um, that there are at least, I mean, you're no Aragon, but uh, maybe a perception <laughs> check, actually. I mean, you're in the earth, so I'll lower the DC, I guess. You it's know? not pounding the earth down in a slightly. It's not literally, you know. the horse is not literally on top of Nan. Tamp, tamp. Okay, so. Uh, three. Okay. Um, <laughs> but what I would like to do mm-hmm. is just very slowly and carefully move some of the earth from below me mm-hmm. um, to just slightly above me. So I'm slowly going down a bit. Okay. And also like compacting that okay. earth me a bit more. Yep. Okay. Uh, just you... just in case. Yep. You hear this kind of like sound and you realize that it is hooves, it's horses. You can't make out how many more... More than one, um, but they're not like running. No, doesn't sound like that. It's on earth. Not on grass. No. Our foley work yeah. has to be accurate here. Like, Does come it? on. Yeah, come on. For God's sake, I'm doing my best. We have a better sound library than than you think. So definitely, there is a cavalry of sorts, mounted guards, people out now looking for you in the fields. They don't seem to have seen you. They have no idea that you are literally under the earth by the walls but you can now hear there is a pretty full search going on you can't hear any more movement really from the walls above you but you don't know if that means with that perception check you don't know if that means if they're just standing relatively still and quiet or if they're not there anymore um but you have a feeling that you have put the upper circle on high alert (laughs) i'm gonna take a short rest okay great (laughs) 
Yeah, I'll why not? A boss move. I love it. Incredible. That's just like, I'll have a nap then, I guess. <laughs> guess I'll sleep. Okay. Incredible. Good. We will come back to you, Matt. That's just such a very good thing. I'm very excited. Um, okay, Gary, why don't you roll a d4 now? If it's even, we'll go to Tarot. If it's odd, we'll go to Narium. Uh, that's odd. It's odd, so... Just it... like Neri. Ha <gasps> <gasps> ha, the weird one of the party. Sorry, I mean Kitty. Ha <laughs> ha, the weird player. More fair. Okay, yeah, it's definitely Kitty. So, you, <laughs> Kitty, uh, Nerium, you are walking the streets of the Upper Circle. Not in my usual street walking fashion, but yes. <laughs> you are heading towards the house uh, Morgane, and mm-hmm. you've been there before? No. No. Uh, you do recognize it when you see it because it has some of the Morgane sim- symbols, what's it called, uh, insignia. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. The insignia, yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. Even, even old dogs can learn new words. Okay. So, um, <laughs> you have, you see the insignia of the of the house Morgane on kind of these, these big, beautiful walls and it's in the little bits of windows and you, that's definitely the house. What do you do? I uh, walk up to the front door. Okay. And knock. Okie dokie. Foley work. It was wonderful. Thank you. There is a, you know, half a minute, minute or so before you hear footsteps. The door creaks open and there is a, uh, I don't know the name of the actual people who open doors in these settings. Probably but there a is butler. That, what? A butler. Probably a butler. Yeah. It's a butler. Okay, there is a uh, gnome butler. Not a doorman? Well, it's a butler now. I've said it. So there's a gnome butler. It's a bouncer. Listen, there's only two jobs in this world, okay? And it's butler and maid, and everyone's one or the other, and you just do everything, okay? There are two genders. (laughs) You have two stats. Butler and maid. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Inside of you, there are two wolves. (laughs) What's a butler? One is a butler, the other is a maid. I'd watch that. That sounds great. <laughs> so, um, the door creaks open. There is this, um, this gnome, and she is dressed in the correct colours and uniform that would signify a a butler, um, of a house of Morgane status. And she looks up at you, and she kind of narrows her eyes, and she says, uh, "Hello, hello. Um, I've come to see uh, Sir Ralphus Morgane, please." I see. And do you have an appointment? I don't, I'm afraid. I've uh, I've only recently uh, returned to the city. You can give him my name. It's Nerium Oleander. I think he will want to see me. Right. Uh, Well, do come in. Thank you. And she will lead you to like a little... It's not as fancy as the Philomera, the one that Philomera's butler led you to. This is very much one of like, this person isn't necessarily a guest yet. So this is the first room that you go into. (laughs) It's not the nice drawing room. It's the kind of first drawing room of like, maybe we have to kick this person out. It's like purgatory, but for drawing rooms. Yeah, drawing rooms, yeah. That's right. (laughs) Which implies the existence of a bad drawing room. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Probably. (laughs) Probably. Oh, it's downstairs. It's uh, used for certain activities. Okay, Gary, right. Yeah, okay. All right, boss. (laughs) Right, champ. Get that out of your system. We're working here. (laughs) <laughs> all right, I know it's Valentine's Day and all, but God, come on. So, <laughs> funnily enough, that phrase. Uh... Oh, Gary. Okay. Come on, man, your incessant joking is delaying my dinner, so let's get to it, all right? <laughs> 
yeah. Yes. Priorities, hey. Yep. There is a good kind of like five or so minutes, and then you hear uh, footsteps coming at a very fast and excitable pace, and the drawing room bursts open. The door to the drawing room bursts open, and <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ralph. Okay, Ralphus Morgan is standing there, and he looks. Oh, pretty much how you remember him. A little bit older, not quite 24 years. I mean, years. 24 years. Not quite. There's that little bit of like the half-elven blood that kind of is keeping, oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of keeping him looking not quite, not quite 24 years older. He is still every bit as handsome as ever. He is a human man. I'm kind of imagining like a little bit like Hercules-esque but like with like some elven, you know, kind of like properties type thing is that was That's cool. the image in my mind. Um, and he beams at you when he sees you and he's like, <laughs> a quick, quick question, which Hercules? Because I'm imagining the cartoon. I was kind of imagining the cartoon one. Yeah, <laughs> I too am imagining the cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hang on, Ed, Ed, what about you? Hercules is the one from Kingdom Hearts, right? He's in Kingdom Hearts. I haven't seen the film, but. He's in Kingdom Hearts, yep. which I haven't played, but I've seen bits of Kingdom Hearts. But we all know the... what cartoon Hercules looks like. Yeah. Incredible. It's a significant moment, you guys. Wow. It's truly Valentine's Day. We're all in sync. Happy Valentine's. We're all riding the Jaegers. What's that film? Mm-hmm. What's what the film? What is that? Pacific Rim. Excuse you? What? <laughs> You're all... Riding the Jaeger. <laughs> yeah, which is not actually a good thing. It generally means that Kaiju is attacking, but okay. yeah. So... Ralphus Morgan is done, and he is literally so like shocked and wide-eyed. He is kind of speechless as he looks at you. Oh, lovely! And I say, Raffy, you're looking well. It's been a long time. So he runs over, and he kind of like drops to one knee, and he takes both of your hands in in yours, and then he gives you a big hug, and he goes. I really thought I'd never see you again. Where did you go? I I looked for you a little bit when you left, but, well, I just never quite found you again. I also did think when you arrived that you were the the Terminator that I'd called. Uh, Quite a fright. I I am waiting on an appointment. Oh, right. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely not doing Terminating these days. Um, I was away for a little bit, you know, just, just doing... Attending to business. Um... How are you? How have you been keeping? Keeping up with your lessons, I hope. Oh, I don't quite need those lessons anymore, thanks to you. You were quite an exceptional teacher and, well... Excellent. Glad to hear it. You were you're a marvellous pupil. Maddie B is more than happy, so really, my thanks to you forever. <laughs> She's at the pump rooms, you know, for her sewing lessons at the moment. Uh, <laughs> uh, do come in. I don't oh. know why you've been shown to this drawing room. It's, it's sort of the purgatory-esque one. <laughs> That's absolutely fine, Ralph, as it'll do for the likes of me. Um, I'm absolutely lovely to see you. Um, and it really is. I mean that. Um, I, oh, you're I not did... leaving so soon, are you? Um, oh, well, I'm sure I could stay for a cup of tea. Oh, please do. Let me uh, call for one to be made. I've I, Hold on, one moment. And he goes to the door and he opens it and you hear him kind of like shouting for, one cup of tea? No, one... I don't... Uh, do you want milk and sugar? <laughs> um, I'd take it as it comes, really, but, um, yeah, milk's fine. Uh, which one do you want? Uh, milk, Ralphus. And milk! Yes, thank you. No, well, this one's fine. And he closes the door again. <laughs> what have we begun? Um, uh, Ralphus, um, I, I have been away for a long time, I, I know that, um... 
I, I am back at the moment. I'm not sure how long for. I, I can't really say. Um, but I, I wanted to pop in on you, partly just to see how you are, and I'm delighted to see that you're doing well, but partly also, um, I think you probably remember my colleague Pele. Uh, do remind me, if you, if you wouldn't mind. Red hair, very beautiful elf. Oh, the fortune teller. Yes. She did that as well. Oh, really? What else did she do? Uh, she was she was somewhat in the same line of work as me. Oh, dressmaking. <laughs> no, you, no, you wouldn't get her to do dressmaking, not Peleth. Not unless you wanted little nice little bloodstains all along the sewing line. Oh, is that in fashion <laughs> nowadays? Uh, uh, not, I wouldn't know. I've been away for a while. Ah. Ralphus, I feel we're getting off the point. Sorry. Um, she's in prison. Oh. Yeah, How terrible. and she really shouldn't be, oh. because she hasn't done anything wrong. Oh, well, they all say that, don't they? No, but it's true. All right, well, I believe you. Yes. Um, now, I'm aware that you are a gentleman of, of significant influence in this city, um, and I know that you like to see the right thing done. Oh, yes, very much so. Mm, so I was wondering if you might be persuaded to take an interest in this particular case. Oh, as a lawyer or a detective, perhaps? Uh, perhaps, or perhaps, perhaps as the guiding hand behind either of those two slightly lower professions. You know, if you could find somebody who was a very good lawyer, or if you could find somebody <laughs> who was a very good detective, then then you would, you know, be the power behind them, really. I see. So I would be the detective detective. <laughs> In a sense, I think that's a good way of putting it. Oh, yes. jolly fun. Yes, absolutely. I thought, yes, absolutely. And the thing is, it's, it's really, you'd be doing a work of profound good. You would be an agent of justice. Oh, well, that's just wonderful. I do I do like that. You know, I did sponsor two orphanages last month. They're very, very lovely buildings. Did you really, Ralphus? I'm so proud of you. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. And, of course, my Maddle B is always so, so clever with these things. And, you know, well, we had somebody round not too long ago who'd managed to get in who was trying to persuade me to invest in something. It was going to be half the fortune, you know. And I really looked over all the paperwork there was so many paperwork and I did say maybe it was time for him to leave a couple of times and he well you know he said well maybe a cup of tea and then some drinks and you know well Maddie B came in and said no 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 not this one not this one dear and you know well she was quite right I think oh is that so that that's Madeline Lady Madeline that would be your wife yes my lovely Maddie B that's very interesting is it I'd really rather forgotten about it until you brought it up Oh, well, I mean, I find it interesting, certainly. Um, I, I also think it's interesting. It sounds like she has, um, she's, she's quite um, keen of mind. She's got a good judge of character. Oh, she's very clever. She's just like my Is mother she? like that, really. You should see them, the two of them. Oh, they could talk for days. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, I, I'll take your word for it. They don't, but they could. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds charming. I'm glad they get along so oh, well. Oh, no, 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 really not. But they could talk for days, and I keep telling both of them, you know, if you just sat down and you were nice, well... We could all be jolly good friends, but, you know, they always, well, they start, I don't really understand it. I sort of zone out and I'm thinking of something else. And then before I know it, somebody, it's time to go. And I've totally missed what happened. 
Oh, oh well, I remember your mother being a very charming woman and um, extremely graceful, and so I, I have very fond memories of her as well, of course. Of course. I don't know who she got to finish her um, outfit for the wedding, actually, thinking about it, because I was working on that shortly before I left. Yes, you were, actually. I, actually, now that you bring it up, I do remember it did. She was quite angry at that, so probably... Yes. Um, Perhaps don't mention to her that I was here. I probably here. shan't. I will try my very best to remember to not do that. Yes. Oh, yes. Good, excellent. Well, I think it sounds like a possibly, then, um, a good idea if you were if you were to um, perhaps raise this as a subject of interest that your wife might also take an interest in. I could certainly try. She's not really very interested in my true crime novels. I do keep trying to tell her the plots, but she says I keep spoiling them. Well, you see, the interesting thing about this is that the true crime has been committed by someone who's not yet been discovered, <gasps> because Peleth is definitely innocent. My word. So there's no way you could spoiler this one for her. Oh, how fantastic. Uh, what am I meant to... Oh, detective, detective thing. Yes. That's correct, yeah. Um, Rufus, do you have a bit of paper or parchment or something, and I can just scribble down Peleth's name so that it doesn't get confused at any point? Of course. One moment, hold on. Um, and he goes to sort, like, digging through some some drawers and like a little writing desk that's clearly mainly for ornamental purposes and um a a but the butler comes in and she's got a tray of tea and some really nice fancy biscuits that she sets down and she nice. gives you like a little bit of a look and in fact make me an insight check please i know it's a disadvantage with disadvantage yeah. uh that's a nine i got a 10 and a nine that's brilliant uh 13 from what ralphus has just told you and from the look that she gives you, you get the feeling that Ralphus quite often gets uh, called upon and people who ask mm-hmm. him to invest and do things uh, <laughs> that maybe he is not quite able to to tell that he shouldn't be doing uh, until somebody comes along and says, no, that's a scam. And so she's clearly <laughs> kind of like looking at you to try and work out if you're trying to do something of that nature. You do also actually uh, make me, what's your passive perception? 17, isn't it? Yes. Okay, so you do know how um, these houses are constructed and you can kind of see that there are a couple of little bits in the walls, especially in the top and the bottom, that are little like ventilation grates. But Mm -hmm. you can also tell just by kind of looking at them that actually there's a room next to this one and the walls between them are very thin and you imagine that probably this is the room that unknowns are shown to so that somebody can actually have a little listen to the conversation before he gives them any money Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then somebody can kind of burst in just you can kind of tell by the construction that that's actually probably a fake wall that has been put in a much bigger room Um, that's brilliant yeah so there's there's quite a lot of things around here that are kind of helping him to not give half the fortune away to a conman Um, but she's giving you a look like okay you don't seem to be asking for any money yet but you know and also he clearly knows you so she puts down the tea leaves the biscuits uh gives you a little curtsy and walks out the door again i make sure to smile and thank her before she leaves okay and ralphus comes over with a very nice pen and a bit of paper that he's found in the bottom of that that desk i am not very good at writing so i will need to concentrate and stick my tongue out the corner of my mouth okay and write peleth and then what the number of the cell that she was on and yep sure which i imagine it not having been a week since i saw her that i can remember i think it was literally earlier today or the, this yeah, morning. Exactly. Or the day yeah. before <laughs> um yeah. yeah 
he um, will sit beside you and he starts making uh, a cup of tea for himself and clearly has no kind of sense that he should make one for you yep that's absolutely fine yeah not even gonna ask that's totally yep. fine i am delighted with how well received i have been and i will make polite conversation with him for as long as it seems like he wants me to really okay yeah, you, you do know that Ralphus can talk the hind legs off a donkey and yet say nothing at all. I mean, I used to have other ways to keep his mouth occupied, but I can't do that no, now. No, not here. <laughs> Dressmaking? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he used exactly. to hold the pins in his mouth for me. Exactly. In fact, make me a... Are you trying to like learn anything specific from him or are you just kind of like getting... Um, I'm genuinely interested in his well-being because he's a really sweet boy. Yeah. I would be interested to know a bit more about his wife, actually, by the sound of the fact that Lady Carolyn was a bitch um, <laughs> and this wife doesn't seem to get on with her, but is mm-hmm. clever. I am very mm-hmm. interested in those two things. Okay, will you make me please a persuasion roll with advantage? It's not a high DC as well. He likes you. 22. 22. I know, that was a good roll. He tells you he tells you both everything and also honestly a little bit too much in certain times. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah there, actually. Yeah, there's there's quite. She really likes that thing. No, don't. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. There's a fair amount of and that <laughs> one thing you taught me. Wow, you know. Um, but what you do learn is that, and this is not necessarily what he tells you because everything he tells you is very open and straightforward and honest. But you get the sense that he he's often not entirely sure where she where she is and where she goes to hmm. and that sometimes the things he says that she's doing in certain places don't add up like he says that she's a, a sewing lesson at the pump rooms today yeah that doesn't seem like a mm. thing to do at the pump mm. rooms no uh, but he just takes it as like absolute gospel um that that is what she is doing you know from this conversation that uh lady carolyn actually has moved to another part of the city she's overseeing um some construction um, of a kind of monument park type thing that has got lots of lovely investments from all sorts of noble families who want statues and plaques in their names. And it's a very, it's kind of like a botanical gardens type thing. So she's been kind of overseeing the importing of like various plants and flowers. It's going to be a big event. So like a sponsored sculpture park type yeah yeah artistic Um, charity endeavor not really charity but yes not charity no but yes and uh you have been of course invited to the opening night enthusiastically and repeatedly um yeah we'll see we'll see if i'm available you also learn that the relationship between lady carolyn and madeline is definitely strained he seems to uh, he he says that basically they whenever they talk they get into arguments of an intellectual nature that he can't quite follow, um, mainly seemingly to do with ethics. Madeline seems to be very kind of like actually the people minded, whereas uh, Lady Carolyn is much more like let's build the fortune a bit more, please. Um, and so they seem to have arguments over over that. But by the time that that they're leaving the house um, in in a bit of you know they're storming out of a place, he's already completely lost and does not know what the argument. <laughs> (laughs) about um or what happened um and he kind of you get the sense that he actually spends a fair amount of time trying to like go between them to repair this relationship but completely ineffectually right yes yeah but he's very clearly happy and beloved and a couple of times again the the tray of biscuits is topped up and and the servants kind of there's you know that they can hear you because one of them comes in and cannot quite look you in the eyes um (laughs) after he has said a couple of things um but there's yeah he's clearly very loved and well looked after um and pretty much just as you left him excellent that's good to know 
thanks. The only bit that strikes a bit odd is that that he seems to think Madeline is completely truthful and honest with him 100% of the time. You don't quite think that's true. No. But he doesn't seem to have anything like sinister about it in his mind. Well, she's. I, I mean, he's saying things about her that impress me. So, mm. cool. Yeah. So, he is going to look into a detective for you. Um, he is going to detective a detective. He gets very excited. He insists on showing you a couple of his new favourite books. They are books that are young adult <sighs> crime fiction. And, hey, and they there's ha- no shame in that. There's no shame in that. Um, he likes some of them and he says quite clearly he likes them because they have the pictures. And at the end, you can see that Madeline has actually written an explanation of like the more complicated parts of the plots <sighs> in the back. Um, oh, that's he, nice. Yeah, that's so, really lovely. Know, but like, but like nicely, not like for God's sake, yeah, right? no, I, you know. I, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a he's just like a big puppy. He's just yes. like he's a big yeah, man. Who's just yes. very excited. The proverbial tail is wagging. He's so excited and happy to see you. <laughs> Let's not talk about the proverbial oh, tail. Yeah. All right, not like that. Okay, hey, okay, hey. All right, hey. Moving on. I wouldn't make a joke. Happy like Valentine's that. Day. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. For. No. You. No. <laughs> No. So no. You get the information that that you came here for. He's going to look up a detective for you. Um, you will have to make your excuses to leave. He is not going to kick you out. Basically. Okay. I will give him two hours. Okay. Which is generous. <laughs> Very but... generous. That's that's a long rest and a half. I was thinking an hour, and then I thought no, two hours because I mm-hmm. haven't seen him in twenty four years. So, and he is. I'm hoping is going to help me and is probably very grateful to have someone who will smile and nod and listen to him without interrupting. Yes, he does also, to be fair, ask a fair about a fair amount about you and he just takes whatever answer you give as kind of the truth. He doesn't look mm-hmm. any deeper into it. Mm-hmm. I deflect a lot, but yeah. You are shown out. Um, he makes you promise to come and visit again at some point. Um, he will. He also says that he will happily... Um, provide you with invitations into into the city and says a very well-meaning uh madeline would love to meet you she'd be very grateful that you're not entirely sure as how madeline would take it but uh he he seems to think that she would be very happy to to see you and and know all the things that you have you actually you, you probably know that she knows all about you she probably does i will sort of maybe say to him it's worth bearing in mind that you might want to introduce me as your mother's late uh, previous dressmaker okay he will he will nod happily and clearly does not understand why you are shown out <laughs> of the house by a no by the the butler who looks at you now with a mix of kind of like like grudging respect um and a little <laughs> bit more kindness as you are shown out of the house of ralphus morgan as i leave i'm going to um give her a silver coin as a tip oh. to say thank you very much for letting me in i appreciate that you know uh you weren't aware of i didn't have an appointment and you weren't aware that i was visiting but thank you very much she will take it she will not um and yeah you you leave with no incidences my god are we on the same show <laughs> <laughs> i'm very polite you know yeah me you be your dm here to say as always hello and thank you so much once more for listening to our humble 
little show. We are so grateful to all of you for your support. We are so grateful to all of you for listening to this middle bit, because it's a middle bit. We know they're not very interesting sometimes. I do my best, but I am no Gary, sadly. So thank you so much for listening. And also a huge thank you to everyone who has left us an iTunes review. I know we go on about it. I know every podcaster goes on about it, but it is for good reason. The little algorithms that work behind the scenes basically mean that the more people who shoot us a quick review, the more likely iTunes is to show us to other people who are looking for a new podcast. So it really does help us out. If you have an iDevice or access to an iDevice that you are allowed to use, shoot on over and give us a little five-star review. Well, you don't have to give us five stars, but you know, we would appreciate that. I think at this point, if you've listened to 50 episodes and you're not thinking it's five stars, what are you doing? Are you okay? Anyway, thank you so much. And we are really, really grateful for everybody who does take the time to leave us a review. We are also so, so thank you to everybody who social medias about us, who tweets us, who dumbles us, who Facebooks us, Instagrams us, Snapchats us. How many more social medias can I name? There isn't Yik Yak anymore or Vine. Rest in peace. TikTok? Has anyone made a TikTok about If you've made a TikTok about us, oh my god, please show me. I will lose my mind. So that would be awesome. Anyway, thank you to everybody who does take the time out to share us with their friends, their families, their fans, their foes, the unsuspecting bystanders of the digital era. We are so grateful. It really, really does help us out. And again, yeah, thank you. It's great. We love to see it. Thank you. We also are affiliates now with the wonderful Secret Cat Shop. They are a UK-based company. They're a small company and we are always so keen to support our friendly local game stores. And the Secret Cat Shop is one of the best. They sell dice, they sell pins, they sell t-shirts, they sell minis, and they sell a whole lot of other accessories. They are brilliant. They have loads of original designs. They are also the creators of the D&D class pins. Now that's fun. I have one on my bag. Can you guess which one it is? Leave a comment below. Like and subscribe. Now it's the, it's, <laughs> that was a silly joke. It made me laugh. It's the bard one. I love it. It's gorgeous. And it's really, really strong. It has not, out of all my pins, it is the only one that has never fallen off my bag on a crowded walkway, pavement, that's the word. So 10 out of 10, can confirm, is durable and stable which is ideal in a pin. So thank you. They're an awesome UK shop, support small businesses, and we also have a really special 10% off code, which is the mortal path 10, all one word, and then the capitals for the words, the capitals at the beginning of the words, the mortal path, like T-M-P-R capitals and one zero ten. So capital T-H-E, capital M, O-R-T-A-L, capital P-A-T-H, one zero, for 10% off. We are also running our fan-made competition. We have already got some amazing entries in. If you want to toss your proverbial hat in the ring and give it a go, you can win a fantastic set of handsome wizard dice, which are from The Secret Cat Shop. You also will get a special congratulatory recorded message from a character of your choice in the show. All you need to do is create any piece of media. This could be music, it could be art, it could be a playlist, it could be a knitted doll, interpretive dance, fan fiction, poetry, some kind of embroidery, 
whatever you want. It can be anything as long as it's to do with the mortal path and you post it on a social media of your choice. Make sure that the post is publicly viewable and has the hashtag, hashtag the mortal path. Am I meant to say hashtag twice? If I say has the hashtag the mortal path, do y'all know to put a hashtag in front of it? I don't know. And make sure that you ping us, at us, or tag us in it. So basically we can see it and, and find it. And make sure that an official account has interacted with it in some way. And that will be your double make sure that we have seen it. If you are unsure or if you think that we are unfortunately ignoring you because maybe we don't have a social media on that social media, email us the link at themortalpath at gmail.com so we can make sure that we see it and enter it into the competition. This is running from the 8th of January 2020, which is behind us, until the 21st of February, which is in two days. So you can enter multiple times, but each piece will be treated as a standalone entry. However, if it's stated that they're linked, like a set of playlists, then we'll consider them as a single entry. Also, check out our Discord because we have a Fanworks channel there and people are posting some of their entries and all sorts of awesome things. So go and check it out. And until then, have a, well, we recorded this on Valentine's Day, so I hope you had a happy Valentine's Day and enjoy the show. tarot we're going over to you now Yay! it's tarot time it's tarot time so you are in the exhibit there is the uh necklace in the glass case in front of you open windows ice sculptures um what is your passive perception please let's have a look at my sheet it's 12 there are some people in here you notice a um kind of surly looking elven woman who's standing by the door she's got her arms crossed she's just kind of like watching the room she doesn't seem to be like a museum guard but she's clearly like waiting there for something and you also see this um human man who looks a little bit like young toshiro mifune oh yeah but kind of yeah but kind of in the outfit in um breath of the wild that's the gerudo gerudo the kind of you know that one I'm gonna have to Google. <laughs> okay, it's kind of like um... there was that thing where the new Link game came out and everyone was drawing sexy Ganondorf all over the place. No, I'm not not thinking of sexy Ganondorf. I'm thinking very specifically of like the the kind of like half uh, sexy nope, Gandalf. The can... No, the can... oh, no, yes, with the fish no, nets. No, I saw no, that one. no, thank you. So uh, with kind of like the the face, the half face mask type thing, and like. Um, pale blues and kind of golds and silvers type. I haven't actually got there in the game yet, but I've seen the aesthetic and I remembered it. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm, you mean yeah? Yeah. I'm picking up on this. Okay. Cool. This okay, is good. Yeah. So kind of like young, young Toshiro Mifune in that. Th- this is this is hot. I'm feeling this. Oh, this is good. Fantastic. I'm glad I could do I this, this for is you good. on Valentine's Day. You're so welcome. It's great. Uh, Mifune is really in Seven Samurai. He's really a himbo in that movie, right? If we're talking about yeah, himbos, yeah. that's like. That's a real... I watched that movie. It's like four hours long. And I was like, <laughs> I really like Mifune in this movie. It's worth it. It's worth me sitting through four hours of movie. I was about to say, oh, Mifune. Yeah, yeah. I, I was about to say, it's a testament to... to Yeah, we did talk about Mifune Ed before. Anyway, um, so I'd forgotten that. But he looks like that in the kind of like Gerudo outfit. And he's standing about like 15, 20 foot from you. And he is looking at one of the ice sculptures that as you look at it, 
it's a nice sculpture of him. For sure. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I'm just gonna say I googled Gerudo and that one of the one of the videos in the recommendations since it's titled Six Clothes Allowed in Gerudo Town. Yes, <laughs> it is stupid. Okay. Which I think is a great title for a video. Yeah, great. If I was gonna make a video I'd call I'd give it that title. Okay, great. I wanna go talk yeah. to Miffin. You could remix it by Jason Gerudo. <laughs> <laughs> Gary. I mean if you want, Gary. you can make that joke. Oh, Gary. I mean, if you call that a joke, Gary. if you're willing to, like, you know, mark out for that being a joke, you can, you can do that. It's fine. That's the one you want to staple your name by? You want to, like, you know, print it out? Sign put it up on a date, little board, that one? Stick a pen in it, put it on the wall. Great. Frame it. Uh, okay. All right. Put a little plaque next to it that says, Gary made this joke. <laughs> you could do that. You could take that one, you could, you can in a museum of your very own okay i'm going to talk to mifune okay great um you, as you walk over to him he kind of like turns to look at you um just kind of over the shoulder kind of casually and he you know gives you like a little like once over um and like nods his head and then kind of like looks back to the statue but then he does kind of glance over to the necklace and he says it's a very beautiful piece don't you think yes it's 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 a good likeness. Oh, but I was talking about the necklace, but no, I had to sit very still for this to be carved, and I will have to sit very still for it to be carved again. <laughs> did you just stick the joke on the wall? <laughs> he did. He just stuck it up on I the just board. I just put a pin in it and yes, put it on the did. board. You did Thanks, it. Gary. Thanks. Oh, I was really goodness. in. I had got the accent, the voice out first time. Hello. I was in the, the mood. I was in the world. And then I thought Ed losing <laughs> in the zone. it. I was in the zone. And I was like, I haven't said anything funny, but Ed's losing it. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> I was like, Gary. It's Gary. It's always fucking Gary. Right. So. Of course it's Gary. <laughs> it's always Gary. Right. So um, he says, and I shall have to sit very still for it again in day, two days or so. Well, I'm sure it's worth it. So they tell me. I don't think I recognize you from the opening nights or any of the multitudes of parties or anything about you, really. Uh, what's your name? My name is Fontelroy Pentaramir. Pleased to make your acquaintance. A and you might be? Fontelroy? That's going to be a difficult name for me to say, but it's good fun. <laughs> well, don't worry about it too much. You can call me whatever you want. Oh, well, that's very kind of you. My name is Makina. Makina. Makina, Dave. Interesting. Have you not heard of me? Uh, not to sound like I'm tooting my own horn, but I'm sort of, well, well known, to say the least. Interesting. No, I can't say I have. I haven't been in this city for very long, you see. Oh, you are visiting from out of town then, I presume? That's correct. Oh, where from? I've travelled here from Capricorn Fault. Oh, I think I passed near there once a few years ago now. I never had the chance to go, but it looked very interesting from what I can remember out the windows of the carriage. They make me ride in everywhere that we go. <laughs> and why do they make you ride in a carriage? Ah. Well, you see, the wonderful thing about being uh, famous of some kind is that you become, what's the word, coveted and uh, guarded and uh, watched at all times to make sure that nothing happens to you and you don't do anything at all, ever, that you shouldn't be doing. Interesting. That's on the schedule every day. That sounds um, awful, I think. Oh, well, you know I'm 
have lots of money and fans and I get to perform all over the whole of Alfar and I cannot complain it would be, ah, uh, what's the term for it? Ungrateful, as I am reminded, often. <laughs> I see. Is that what you want to do? Be ungrateful, of course not. No, the other thing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come on. Uh. The performance is wonderful. I love it. I would not change that for the world. I have a wonderful time going all over. I get to wear wonderful pieces of clothing and jewelry and learn all sorts of music and dance and I get to perform and enrich people's lives and make them happier. If I could do other things outside of that, that would be my preference. However, I can have one or that's it. Because if I go anywhere else at this point, I can't exactly get a desk job well it's true and all these things here belong to you are you the 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 benefactor of this museum no not at all i am simply the lead performer that necklace there is what i will be wearing in a few days for my performance rather fascinating do you know about it it is actually rather fascinating i do like to learn about the history and the culture of of these things i don't i haven't read anything about it would you mind uh elaborating but of course and he will lead you over to the glass cage and he steps over there's like a little like you know those little fancy rope barriers that like stop at your ankles but it's just like mm, don't get close he just steps right over it um and no Damn. yeah nobody even like bats an eyelid um and he kind of like gestures for you to do the same i'll do it i'm going over this barrier cool finally make me a perception check please I'm instantly killed. Yeah, that's it. He goes, haha, this was a trick. This was a trick. I know you are the baddie. I'm going to murder you now. We <laughs> expect you to die, Mr. Deremit. Uh, that's a, a, a classical one, you know. Oh, very, very, very nice. A one of the traditional species, so a three. Great, cool. Now, is it fair to say, Ed slash Taro, that you are mildly distracted uh, by Machina, and that although he is showing you something, your your attention is potentially on him rather than the necklace and the things around you. Is that fair? I don't know. I don't know what Taro's deal is. Oh okay. my god, if That's you don't, good. no one fucking knows. I don't think I've ever known what Taro's deal is. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say, yeah, why not? Okay. This could be a thing that's part of Terra's deal. Okay, cool. Distracted by... Two years in. Mysterious. Yeah. yeah. This is character development. Woohoo! Finally. We're in on it. Oh, yay. Okay, so he kind of like gestures the necklace and then when you don't like immediately look at the necklace, he kind of like laughs and then continues to, to explain. He goes, well, this is a very old relic from Tundraska and it has a lot of history to it and i believe that they said a very long time ago it was made from the metal of of the metal trees that used to grow before the community uh what's the word when you explode but the other implode when it imploded and all went terribly terribly wrong and this was made from that very special metal so it has some form of so they say magical properties but of course it just feels like a necklace when i put it on and is that a disappointment? Well, who wouldn't want a little excitement every now and then? But it is a very important cultural piece, and it is the main point of the Wire Song, because the... Do you know the story of Zopra? No, I don't. Are you going to see it? I wouldn't want to spoil it for you if, if you wanted that to not be the case. Well, I had a ticket, but 
I don't think it's for me as such. The ticket or the opera? The opera. <laughs> it's not exactly my scene. I'm not normally one for all these events. That's fair enough. There are all sorts of arts for all sorts of people. The story goes that a very young but talented, um, I don't know the words, but someone who makes the jewellery and, and the, the wires inside of the old robots was looking for this special metal tree that had a certain sort of magic in it that they thought would make the robots be able to do more than just the sort of digging and basic functions that they used to have. And so she goes on this very long uh, journey for it and she is led there uh, by of myself, who is the spirit of Tundraska in the play and the spirit of uh, the, the metal and the trees. And we go on this wonderful epic ballad and at the end of it, what she creates is the necklace that I am wearing and that, so they say in legend, gave her a sort of power over these machines. So the machines could not move themselves, but she could move them from distances and and sort of control them from further afield. So the story goes. And this is the necklace itself created all those many years ago, apparently more powerful than we could ever imagine and in the right hands could power well, all sorts of things. Incredible. I'd like to try it. <laughs> the necklace. Well, it's very under guard and it's very precious and my bodyguard over there I think would be very angry and he points to the kind of like surly elven woman and as you look over she is like daggers glaring <laughs> like right at you like ooh, she does not look happy and he says I think that she would not be too happy with that and also well if you're not going to come and see the opera why should I let you have the honor of wearing such a relic well, wouldn't that be a bit exciting, don't you think? Perhaps. I tell you what. Why don't you come see the opera? And then I'll decide. He's definitely coming on to you. Well, I think we can we can do that. He kind of reaches into this little, um, like a little silver pouch on his belt. And like, as you look at it again, like this material, the silver is so finely, finely engraved. Everything that he is wearing is like the highest quality silks. It's all beautiful. All of his jewelry is just like incredible. And he reaches in and he kind of pulls out um, a, like a little piece of like pale pink card and a little pen. And he writes basically um, like a VIP admit one ticket and kind of like hands it over to you well i suppose i'll see you after the performance then just say that i sent for you and show them that i will i hope you don't disappoint i haven't yet and he walks away at that point and the guard just kind of like literally the guard just like glares at you the whole way as she follows him out Oh, I give her a wink. Wonk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here at full power. I've gone Super Saiyan. Okay, yeah. 
um, and you uh, are left in the. You're still standing in the rope barrier, and as like they leave, the minute they're out the door, one of oh, the... I was trying to leave. That was me trying. Oh. I wanted to walk away. Got it. Okay, you take two different. That exits. wasn't just like a spin around wink. That was a walk away and do a wink as I'm walking okay. on the way out. Okay. Okay. Like, Very hey, cool. Very cool. We're gonna be. We're gonna be hanging out. Okay. Nice. So you leave the exhibit. What are you doing now? You're in the middle of the upper circle. You've got a ticket. You're allowed to be here. When's the opera start? I don't think I ever specified. So we'll say that the the performances are actually already going on. There's been an opening night, because I just said that in the in the previous bit. Um, so there's been an opening night. There's now like a couple of days while um, the very, like the best of the best get to see that first opening night. There's now a couple of days where they, you know, sort out anything that would be wrong. You, you've got a little bit of a history of like performing. Um, so you know that like in these sorts of things, they kind of make sure that everything was actually set up, like the stage was working and everything, and then they go back in. So we'll say tomorrow night is the first of the runs. The ticket that, that he has given you does not have a showing or a time or a date on it you get the feeling it's like you turn up and there will be a seat there for you with this bloody nora it does feel like a child has just drawn a ticket and said go on you'll be fine it does it but this is a very famous child yeah exactly this is like this is presumably this is... if you walk up with a bit of ticket and say uh machina gave me this they'll go oh christ not again. yeah i think so <laughs> that sounds i like think the also thing. like as you like are looking at the card like the back of it is embossed and so like it's this pale pink card and the back is embossed with a symbol um or, or an insignia now that you would recognize or you would think would probably be his kind of like stamp type thing it's it's like a what's it called a business card but way fancy yeah nice it's a sort of tasteful cream pardon no it's pink <laughs> yari no Pardon? Listen. Tasteful hey. cream. Listen. Tasteful cream. Listen. Oh, am I not allowed to say things? No one's ever allowed is this, to is say this, things. I'm just not allowed to talk anymore. No one's ever allowed to say. Oh, everyone oh. left. Did I just. Oh. oh, okay. Everyone left. Oh, no, we right. all just glitched. Oh, that. The internet hated that so much. <laughs> just kicked all of us out of Google Chats. It was like, I'm warning you. It's your first strike. Yeah. No more okay. tasteful cream for you. <laughs> So it's tomorrow, right? So I should probably just go home and chill out or whatever. Did we did we arrange to hang out tonight? Wait, do I do we have email or is email spent? No, no, we've still got Yeah, I'm give people a call. Let's just blip blip blip. Blip blip blip. Hello. Hey, are we meeting back at the 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 what do you call it? the pub, the thingy? Wait, is it just in my in my head? It's just in your head. Oh, it's just okay. in my head. Okay, cool. Um yeah, that's fine with me. I'm 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 just busy at the moment. I'm Take me probably about half an hour to get back. All right, see you there. Nat, are you okay? Um, yeah, Nat. What was the whole thing about running off and I don't know? You seen you were on one. What? Well, let's just. Say, oh yeah, it's like there were some guards. I accidentally did magic, and um. I mean, it can happen to any of us. <laughs> <laughs> I've just gone uh, undercover for the moment. Are you all right? Nice. Can you help in this instance? Um, I think I'll be fine. Um, I think by now I'll probably have a spell or two back, so I'll be able to oh, nice. make it back to the cat. Yeah, the cat. Who's thinking at the cat or the dog? No, it's the cat. It's the laughing cat. It is it's the cat. Yeah. The yeah. laughing cat. Sorry, it's been Garfield. a while. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> well. Everything's going great with me, so I'll, I'll catch you later. All right, bye. Okay, 
Taro, you start heading back out of the upper circle to head back to the cat. And as you approach the gate that you came into to get into the, the city, there is a increased guard presence. And what I mean by that is that literally every single person is being taken aside and is being talked to and have are having their tickets checked. <laughs> Um, and you also um, can see there are bits of paper that have a sketch that is actually a pretty damn good likeness uh, of Nat's face on it, although not perfect. Hard, hard to replicate perfection. Hard to replicate perfection that have been kind of like placed by the guard towers. People are, are holding them. Um, there, yep, looks like Nat sure caused a stir there. Cool. Nice. Nice. Yep. Great job, Nat. Yep. Findex, how do you feel about being a tiefling again? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, um, as you, you are let out, however, they ask you a couple of questions. Um, in fact, yes, yeah, so one of the guards kind of holds up um, a piece of paper to you. You're kind of taken aside. Your ticket is checked. And the guard says, uh, uh, sorry to bother you, sir, but you haven't seen this uh, young woman around, believed to be either human or half-elven, uh, short, dark hair, uh, uh, sort of... Um, a dress that sort of looked a little bit like this and you know he, he points out and like the dress is not a very good sketch in fact it kind of looks like half a dress and half servant's clothes but like weird it's <laughs> it's like it's not quite it's not quite right um, there's no red spot on the lip the eye color is completely wrong um and it's you know it's it's about a 65 percent likeness to, to nat basically i uh, no, i don't think so i don't think i've seen her broken in somewhere or something what's she been up to well we have a reason to believe sir that she is a uh dangerous uh criminal who uh has access to sorts of uh magics and has been uh doing something untoward in the area and that she magics uh yep she i saw it actually this bit with my own eyes sir she 15 foot fucking vertical leaped into the air over 15 foot vertical leap we measured the wall sir actually it was (laughs) 15.1 It was. Oh my gosh! It really, actually, was quite terrifying. I have never seen anything like it in all my days. And when she got to the other side, poof, she disappeared. What? So she's very oh, dangerous. Are we in danger? Well, well, that's exactly what we're trying to check, sir, to make sure that we are not. But don't you worry, sir. We have increased guard presences in, of course, the upper circles and in Hopewell. In fact, we are going to be visiting uh, several establishments, especially in the lower lanes, which are, you know, to be notoriously dangerous to search for her. So don't worry. As soon as we find her, she will be taken in uh, to, to custody and we will be taking good care to make sure that she like doesn't... The, the lower lanes... Well, of course, sir. Is that where she is? Well, we don't know, sir, but that is where most of the criminals do hang out, sir. Well, I'll be sure to stay away. I would very much recommend that, sir, (laughs) on any given day, not just this day. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Quite all right. Uh, If you do see her at any point, there is, of course, a reward for information. Uh, It is uh, 10 gold pieces for information uh, that we can verify. And it is 50 gold pieces for information that leads uh, to probable... Um, cause of finding her and I believe it is a hundred gold pieces uh, if she is if we are given information and or her capture that leads to her capture information that leads to her capture or her capture herself we obviously don't want her dead sir so no vigilante stuff please we are looking to look into this properly because as of yet we don't quite know what she was doing in the area well I suppose I'll keep my eye out then 
<laughs> Might be a nice little treat to take home. Well, exactly, sir. Probably won't mean too much for the likes of your good self, sir. But for the uh, no, of others, course. we will be putting posters up in Hopewell to try and entice those for whom that money might make a little bit more of a difference. Well, it might do, mightn't it? The people down there do seem so poor. Destitute in some places, sir. <laughs> you are right. It, Destitute even. It, wow. It is can... there a queue behind you guys? There are enough guards that like the traffic <laughs> is kind of steady. Um yeah <laughs> he says i tell you what sir we do have quite a few of these posters we do have a couple of scribes who are churning them out at quite an astonishing rate if you give me one moment and he walks to like the little guard tower a bit and he comes back with another one that is not as well drawn it's it's kind of you can see it's actually it's been traced quite clearly been traced um and like it hasn't been colored like the one that he's holding is so it's just got like keep keys like arrows saying this bit is green and this bit is like dark brown and stuff <laughs> rather than <laughs> Love it. yeah type thing um and he hands it to you and he says uh if why don't you keep this on you sir and if you see her if you uh see anything that you think might lead to her arrest you just come back here and let us know and we will be of course happy to look into that for you sir i'll do just that thank you very much again an absolute pleasure sir have a wonderful day and uh don't you worry you will be safe in your bed tonight sir Yes, keep up the good work. Blue lives matter. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you walk out with a kind of crudely drawn uh, picture of Nat's face. And Nat, you are still under a hillock. Yeah, that's real bad, Nat. That's real bad. <laughs> yep. Is it uh, nighttime? <laughs> Bearing in mind, I always know when nighttime is. I'm so glad that you always know when nighttime <laughs> is. <laughs> I think. You know what? A moon is going over, so it's nighttime. Sure. And then I'm going to quickly do a couple of mold earths, um, roll out of it, turn invisible, okay. and skadoodle. Make me a stealth check, please. And also a perception check, but make me the stealth check first. Stealth is a 15. Perception is an 8. It's an 8. Okay. As you roll out of the earth. Uh, you are very concentrating on doing it as subtly and as quietly as possible so you don't get like a good look around but you do see that the wall behind you and you can see this better now as you like straighten up and straighten out and stand up and look as you're invisible is entirely lined with guards with crossbows short bows long bows and there are torches set up that are cast middle bows middle bows all sorts middle of bows, bows every bow you can have bows. elbows yeah elbows um <laughs> rainbows yep everything all the bows up there head shoulders knees and bows yep and uh the there are also torches that have been um it's not like a torch but you know like you you put it kind of like in a fire cage and then, do you know what I mean? You mean lanterns? Uh, yes. A, a, a brazier. A brazier lantern thing. And they've actually been like lowered down the wall so that they're not going to be like in their eyes type thing. So that like, it's casting more uh, on the field. But So it's basically like uh, fantasy floodlights. It's like fantasy floodlights. So they're not very good, uh, which is why the stealth DC was not incredibly high. Um, and also they're not looking directly down at the wall. And as you glance up at them, you can see that they all seem to be kind of like trained in the, like looking out to the distance type thing. So it's not like they're expecting you to be under their feet. You get the feeling. You can't That's not Indiana Jones. You're right. No, that's the great escape. 
They tunnel out of the prison camp and the floodlights. What is the fucking Dan Busters theme? It doesn't matter. Anyway, um, so you are now... That's Dan Busters. Yeah, that's Dan Busters. Yeah. Ed and I both said it. It's definitely Dan Busters. What's Indiana Jones? No, that's the I know that one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, so you are invisible. You are pretty sure you haven't been spotted, mostly because there has not been a volley of arrows of all different sizes and gauges <laughs> shot down at you. Sorry, I just like the idea of different gauges of arrows. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see why not. Different hefts. Yeah, no, it, it works. I said and, yeah. and I had to very quickly come up with an appropriate word that could follow and after sizes. So I was like, okay, I mean, you got it. Thanks. I think you I got did. a word. You could have length. Thanks. Um, girth. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. Okay. Oh, Ed's offering length and girth again. I mean, it is Valentine's. Uh, oh, no, I said something again. Oh. <laughs> it's Valentine's. Yeah. Oh, uh, but I'm always I, like I, this. <laughs> I, I saunter back to the cat. Okay. You do notice, as you are walking back to the cat, a couple of things. One, you are very far away from Hopewell. So I think canonically we said when oh. uh, Ed had done it, uh, the, when Taro had done the walk earlier, he'd gotten eh, not as far as you, and it'd taken like a good kind of couple of hours, an hour or two, I think. Ah, yeah. Okay, this might change things because mm-hmm. I've only got an hour of, of invis. Mm-hmm. Unless I want to recast, recast, recast. Hmm. 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 Given that it's dark, yep. I've left yep. the upper levels at this point. Yep. And presumably gone through the same thing as Tarot. Yep. I will uh, make a call, if I may, mm-hmm. and go, Nat, uh, I don't know what you did, but there are lots of posters with your face on and all the guards are looking for you. Oh, oh no. It might not be a great idea to show your face for a while. I've, I've got one of the posters, so you can see if you like. Uh, no, I, I, I trust you. I, I believe you. Um, ooh, where are the caves from where I am? Are you going to go live in the cave? That seems extreme. I just want to check out the smuggler's cave. Okay, I will say, sure, you're on the same side um, of Hopewell that the caves are on. So the, the caves are further past the fields, but if you strike out of uh-huh. Hopewell, you'll be heading in the direction that you came to get into Hopewell, which is where the caves were. Uh, guys... Uh, I think it, it sounds like the city's not going to be safe for me for a while. And I don't think I could get back there tonight. So I'm going to strike out and see if I can uh, find some cover in the caves. Well, do you think we could... I mean, if we talk to Findex, we might be able to persuade him to um, give us the mask back. And then I can we can bring it out to you and you might be able to disguise yourself a bit more long term that way. But yeah, I think heading out to the caves isn't necessarily a bad plan for the night. I, I was thinking more maybe change my hair, put on my dress, and maybe some makeup or something. I think that would be easier than disguising Findex. I mean, that is also true. Yeah, all right. It would be a bit... I, I don't think much makeup would... i see if I can put some... I put, get hold of some stuff and uh, and bring it with me when we come and meet you. Some some hair dye as well, if you can. It's going to take a lot of bleach. Your hair's quite dark. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. Taro, are you asleep? What? 
I'm going. Never mind. We're going to meet Nat at the caves at some point tomorrow, probably. Oh, I'm busy tomorrow. All right. Well, I will then. <laughs> Why are you busy tomorrow? I got a date. I think. All day? But I don't know. It's. Do you know when the opera starts? Um. Yes, I do. It was. Uh, doors open six thirty. All right. Well, I guess I've got the morning, but. Depends how long you take prepping for a date. How much you got to shave? <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, hey, uh, you do you, my love. I don't approve. <laughs> but I don't want to get caught out in a cave somewhere in like a fight or something. Every, bad stuff happens when we go to caves. <laughs> that is very true. That's very true. And I'm sure only good stuff happens when you go on dates, Darrow. <laughs> yeah, I'm good at like doing a scam. It's... Oh my god, it's not a date, it's a scam. Oh no. it's no. definitely a scam. Yeah, I mean, it's a date scam, you know, it's the old classic. Whatever, it's an intro. Listen, you take the opportunities you're given, alright? Right, right. Are you at the cat now? Because I'm heading back there. Yeah. Right, I'll see you in a minute then. Alright, see you in a bit. Night, guys. Boo. <laughs> okay. Head out towards the caves. It's very dark. You don't have dark vision. There's the moons, you know, it's like a moonlit, many moonlit night, but it's definitely dark. Um, you walk out towards the caves, you are not bothered by people. This does not seem to be a road that many are taking tonight. And as you get to the you're walking up the little path that does kind of lead them. It's it's a foot worn path. It's not like one that's actually been like a road. It's one that's done by people actually walking this way. And you get to the first of the caves, which is the ones that you appeared in front of when you were, you know, boomped back to Alfalan. <laughs> and as you are kind of walking Good towards Good it. Thank you. You see like the the opening of the cave, the mouth of the cave, um, kind of like uh, it almost, you know, like you see those like '90s like type visuals where like all the little black pixel dots kind of like like in something, and it makes like a screen. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. Kind of got goes over the mouth of the cave as you approach it to that same kind of like black glass look that it was before. And again, like as you look at it, your eyes of the rune keeper, um, the little gold sigils like flash over them, and you see again that word that appears like above your head as you are reflected in this kind of purple spooky ghostly outline that says like carrier.